Welcome to episode two of Airport. Sorry. <laughs> okay, let's start. Are you ready? <laughs> Welcome to episode two. Sorry. <laughs> Fuckers, all of you. Okay. Welcome to episode two of Airport Road, the podcast. <laughs> okay, no, that's we're gonna leave this all in. You know? <laughs> this is the one. Okay. Welcome to episode two of Airport Road, the podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Rob and Ben, and we're here today to talk to you about our childhood nostalgia. Yeah, uh, stuff from what the '80s and '90s, I guess, because we grew up in the '80s and '90s, respectively. That's right. Well, you two, you Aaron and Rob, you grew up mainly in the 80s, I guess, right? When when were you guys born? Aaron. A uh, lady doesn't talk about such things. <laughs> but you were you, you two were active yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, yeah I, I was born on the at the tail end of the 70s, so uh, I grew up pretty much during the 90s. You were remember during dinosaurs. the dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember dinosaurs. Oh, I remember dinosaurs. Right, 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 right. But I was making a crack at him being old, saying that he remembers them existing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was talking about actual you're, dinosaurs. There's a lot of dinosaurs today. When you explain it, it's... Uh, no, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. But there was a lot of dinosaurs in the 80s. Yeah, like Denver. Yeah, Denver. So. We'll get to... Anyway, um, I grew up... Oh, I was born in the middle of the 80s, in 1985, so about the time I was of age to understand things that were happening, I was probably, like, 1989, and I was... At the 80s were almost over. So I don't remember too much about the 80s when it happened. I experienced most of my 80s afterwards from, like, playing with your hand-me-down toys and watching videotapes and everything. Right. Yeah. And I was born in 82, so I guess I don't... I pretty much remember the mid to late 80s, mostly. Well, I'd say that's when most of the action happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, going first, Ben, what's one of your fondest childhood memories? Maybe you should start, since all of mine are... Do we want to do this chronologically? I'd say, yeah, I'd say you start that way, because you've experienced more, I've experienced the least amount. Okay. Now, I grew up uh, in the middle of the 80s, uh, so everything you've seen in the movies is absolutely true. They Um, actually had hair that big? Yeah, exotic exotic dancers moonlit as uh, uh, welders, and... Yeah, uh... Learning uh, vital skills is only required uh, a musical montage in order to become an expert in something. So I've noticed that. that that's how life was in the 80s. I mean, that, that's completely accurate. I guess everybody also had neon colors that they wore, like neon pinks and oranges and yellows. I thought the, the <coughs> neon thing was more of a 90s thing. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, the 80s was the big hair thing. And, and big hair and, like, giant bracelets and leg warmers. Yeah. yeah. And awesome music. Really, yeah. Really tight jeans and Coke. Acid wash. Acid washed. Are you, now, do you mean Coca Cola or Coke as in cocaine? Both. Oh yes. Yeah. So, uh, what do you remember mainly? What was your? What's a childhood memory of yours? Um, I can remember. Uh, okay, childhood memory. My first comic book ever. I want to say it was epi- uh, issue three or four of the Transformers comic. Guest starring Spider Man, who Black, helped Black Suit Spider. Black Suit Spider, that's right, because this was after Secret Wars, and uh, he helped uh, the Autobots take down Megatron. Hmm. I think I have three copies of that issue. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I picked it up again in a collection uh, years later, and I, I had an amazing flashback to, to me being a, uh, probably like five or six, <coughs> maybe seven, and uh, getting that from my folks uh, when we were on a trip to my grandparents' house and absolutely loving it. Possibly why I enjoy both Transformers and Spider-Man to this day. Hmm. Well, uh, well, to go along with what you just said real quick, uh, my first comic book that I think I ever owned was Transformers 1-2, and it was where Optimus was uh, was killed. Uh, where Shockwave beheaded him? I honestly can't remember. Was yeah. that a movie tie-in, or was it the comic book? Because within the, the comic, comic and the yeah. movie, and the show had different storylines. Completely different, yeah. Um, uh, in fact, shot in the cartoon, Shockwave stayed on Cybertron the entire time and ruled it in Megatron's absence. Whereas, I believe he uh, in the comic he ended up. Um, I want to say that he was uh, crash landed in the Savage Land or something like that, and uh, that had to do with the origin of the Dinobots at the same time. Although I might be mixing him up with Jeff. Is Fire, that the same Savage Land in X Men? Yeah. Okay. Because it was set in the Marvel Universe, or any Marvel comic. It was Transformers was set in the Marvel Universe. So. Oh, yeah, because it was a Marvel title. Yeah. So was G.I. Joe, though, right? I used to have a crap load of G.I. Joe stuff. Like G.I. Joe comics? Comics, yeah. I used to trade them for my uh, my, my gummy fruit roll-up type things at lunch. Mm. I want to say so, because, yeah, Larry Hama was the driving force between uh, behind uh, the G.I. Joe um, storyline and character backgrounds and things like that. So I want to say, yeah... <coughs> G.I. Joe was a Marvel title in the 80s. Mm. And uh, there is crossover between the cartoon continuity as well because there was an episode of Transformers that featured a uh, over-the-hill Cobra commander. Yeah. I don't remember he that. Called him, yeah, called he called him Old Snake. Yeah, Old Snake. And he was uh, like a, a, trying to... Uh, a, was he like trying to get a, another mercenary army together or something like something that? Something like that, but he, he was he had the, the Cobra commander, like the mirrored mask on, mm-hmm. and like a uh, gray overcoat and a, and a top... and like a, a hat on. And he had the same voice as Starscream. Yeah, yeah. No, Chris the same, yeah, the same. Cobra Commander Starscream in peace. Voice. Yes. Oh, he died. Yeah. Oh, he died uh, <coughs> several years back. Uh, like some kind of brain, and, and I don't yeah, know, brain aneurysm or yeah. something like that. Uh, yeah, he was one of the great voice actors. Yes, he was. I'll drink to that. Drink your Pepsi to that. And along with what's his name, uh, Peter Music. Was that his name? The guy oh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Lorenzo Music. Lorenzo Music. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was Peter Bankman in the real Ghostbusters and Garfield's voice. In Garfield Friends. And every other Garfield thing. It's funny because then Bill Murray was Peter Bankman and Bill Murray did the new Garfield because dude wasn't doing a Bill Murray impression for Garfield. Well, I, I, I want to say Lorenzo Music was just doing Lorenzo Music's voice. In fact, there's a story that... Um, oh, yeah, how he, Bill Murray apparently was kind yeah, of an asshole. Yeah, Bill Murray <laughs> apparently... Uh, got Lorenzo Music fired as the voice of Peter Vankman in the cartoon because he said why the why that basically he said why the hell do, uh, do I sound like Garfield because um, same voice actor same voice actor and I believe he was replaced by Dave Coulier yeah really? who was yeah. just doing a shitty Bill Murray impression yeah. no offense to Dave Coulier uh, well I, I I think we should try to offend Dave Coulier at every opportunity myself <laughs> Okay. He deserves it. He knows what he did. Ask Alanis. Well, he didn't. He didn't do anything. Did he do something? I never found out what he did. What uh, did he do? He apparently is a dick. Yeah, and that's enough. And that warrants a uh, <laughs> like a top twenties song, yeah. whiny, angsty white girl music song. Oh, that. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. 
took me a minute. I'm like, why are these two things connected <laughs> with the cross-eyed bear? Because I always thought that was a, a, like a cross-eyed teddy bear or something. What? The cross-eyed bear that bear that the cross-eyed bear instead of the cross-eyed bear. Yeah, I thought it was the, the cross-eyed bear. <laughs> cross-eyed bear. To do, to, to, to. Uh, Jesus Christ. That, yeah, that yeah. completely changes the meaning of the song. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, I did not understand it at all. But then, yeah, there you go. So, yeah. Um, one thing I remember, granted, I, I grew up in a later time period, but I remember playing with all of your toys, Rob. Um, after afterwards, you know, like we still had them. I remember the '80s had a whole bunch of awesome playsets. Yeah, that, that's something that they kind of stopped doing towards the mid '90s, mid to late '90s, I think. Like, uh, mm, no, it's not something that they stopped doing it, but they recycled them. Yeah, oh, yeah. The Ewok Village from uh, Return of the Jedi that uh, became the, the Robin Hood Sherwood. Yeah, sure. I had that thing, man. That was Robin one of the coolest places ever. And yeah, actually, I, I just saw it redone again recently for something else. Really? Yeah, within the last like five years. Oh. I know there was a uh, Ninja Turtles toy. It was like a pizza thrower. Or something pizza thrower. Like yeah, that. chicken and run. That became chicken run. Yeah. Yeah, like that thing hurt. Remember that? Because <laughs> we, uh, you put the little plastic pizzas in, you hit the button, they would shoot them out really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can take an eye out with that thing. Yeah, but I remember you had uh, certain playsets. You had a, uh, you had the Castle Grayskull, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool. You also had Voltron's castle. Really, the Voltron yeah. castle? I didn't even know they made a toy for that. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't remember what it did, but it was shaped like Voltron's castle. I just remember. I remember that you could take you could do something with one of the the turrets up top, mm-hmm. like not the gun turrets, but the actual castle turrets. I think it came out like a rocket or something. I don't remember. You put somebody in it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. But uh, did you ever find out what happened to all your little Voltron people? Yeah, yeah. You you confessed it to me that you sucked them up with the, the vacuum. Yeah, Rob had the Voltron that had the little people that you put inside of Voltron. Oh, cool. <coughs> and then one day, uh, all of his Voltron men, the like the little people that go inside, went missing. And he never knew about it, what happened to them until about a year or two ago when I confessed yep. what I did with them. Because I was playing with them and I had the vacuum cleaner and I would drop them down the vacuum cleaner tube, and they're like, you're going down the slide, which connects to Voltron. Yeah. In my mind. I can see your logic there, But being three years old, three years old, I'd hit the vacuum button on, and then they'd go into the bag, and then being young, I didn't realize, oh, wait, I can't get them out. And and I didn't want to bring it up to mom because she'd get mad because she'd have to cut the vacuum bag open, so I'd just let it go. (laughs) Did that upset you? It, no, yeah, no. About as much yeah. as the fact, yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. What did you think happened to them? I have no clue. I figured that someone came in and stole them, or you know, that's not the that's not the last time though that I destroyed some of your eighties. No, no, that's not. You had a pound kitty, I had like a pound, what, kitty. Was a pound puppy spinoff of a kitty, and I bit its no face off. Bit its nose off. Yeah, yeah. I was so upset. I replaced it two years ago. You did. I was very happy. I still have both of them now. Yeah, you still have the, the noseless yeah. one? And the noseless wonder? Yeah, I have it downstairs in, uh, in, in storage with a bunch of other stuff in yeah, it. Uh, br- <coughs> that brings up a good topic. Uh, I mean, besides the pound kitty, uh, what are some of your toys that you've held on to since the 80s or 90s, since you were a child? I still have my pound puppy. Still have your pound puppy? He's not looking too good anymore. But <laughs> uh, actually, at, at my work, I have uh, you know, a bunch of alien figures and stuff around the, around my, my stuff but uh, one of my, my earliest toys I have uh, Cringer oh he man he Cringer because he doesn't have the armor the, the armor yeah. if he had the armor then I would have Battle Cat yeah. 
But I constantly have people asking me, they're all like, is that the green tiger from He-Man? I'm like, yes, that's green. <laughs> so that's probably the oldest thing that I actually own. So I think the only other thing we own is, I don't know, I think it's GoBots? It's a big dinosaur-looking robot black thing with wheels for feet. and like Yeah, yeah. It yeah. like slams down on the ground or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it does. It anymore. was, I think it was like uh, one of the Renegades, uh, uh, Big bosses or something like that. You yeah, know, yeah, one yeah. of their uh, their own Mega Prime or whatever. Psykill. Mm. Do you have any eighties toys left? I have one or two stuffed animals, but unfortunately, most of my eighties toys uh, went to uh, the great uh, yard sale god. Yeah, and I was not happy about that because I had a lot of Transformers. That was mainly my big toy series. Uh, was Transformers. I had a lot of those. I had one or two G.I. Joes. I had, you know, a few other things. I, I had some of the Superpowers collection, which were the action figures uh, based on DC characters uh, from oh. Super Friends. Or those the ones that, like, if you squeeze the legs, they would move their arms up and down? Yeah, you like could dance it? They, yeah, they, uh, like Flash, you could squeeze his arms and his legs would kick really fast. Or uh, if you squeezed uh, Superman's uh, legs together, he did a super punch. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the rest of them, but yeah, I, I had a bunch of those. And you remember those, Ralph? I think I had the Superman one. Yeah, we, I remember, remember we played the Superman one. Yeah. And I remember they did a commercial for those toys. Because we had it on one of those tapes of old episodes of cartoons you had, yeah. and it was some d- dude advertising that if you mailed in proofs of purchases, you'd get the Clark Kent figure. Yep, nice. Where if you squeeze the fit legs, he'd do the arm thing too, and then he's like Clark, Superman. Oh my god! Yeah, they are two different people. Exactly. Uh, I actually got us. Uh, I had my. Uh, I did have a lot of Star Wars toys, um, and my. Mom, uh, my mom and dad would get me those, and I actually saved the little points and got a Anakin Skywalker figure, oh. which was him as an old man, as seen at the return uh, at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And what a useless fucking action figure! It was well, at least you like, saved the points. At least I saved the points, but really, yeah, that's what I want to do is I want to play with you know a sixty-year-old man. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's better than playing with the. Remade figure of Hayden Christensen placed in there in the sixty-year-old man's place. Oh, that'd be funny if if you went back and looked at it, and it was no longer the sixty-year-old man. Lucas's power extends that far; he can go back and actually change the action figures. Well, you know, because I mean, that's the way it was originally supposed to be. That was the original vision that uh, technology wasn't able to capture at the time. You remember? Oh, up until recently, we had a popple. You guys remember Popples? I had a, I, in fact, I believe there, I still have a Popples Sans tail uh, around my folks' house, which uh, my mom has saved a bunch of the stuffed animals for her eventual grandkids, which she finally got one. We still have a green one at the house, the little green one. What Can you explain what Popples did uh, for our viewing audience? Popples were... <laughs> viewing, listening audience. Um, Popples were little bear monster things that were... Brightly colored, and uh, they had like a little sack that you could flip over, and their lower, their basically everything up to their head became a giant. You turn them inside out, yeah, yeah, essentially, which is kind of terrifying when you think about it. They had a cartoon as well. Yeah, they did have a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I always like to put stuff in the puppies' bags, like in that little pouch, like just shove stuff in there and be like, cool. But if I was, you know, I could, you know. Yeah, I could hide drugs in there <laughs> if I was taking drugs when I was a child. Oh yeah, 
it was uh, no, it wasn't the eighties. So no, but that I guess that kind of gets down to my theory as to what the eighties was all about. The eighties was all about things that turned into other things. Because <laughs> if you think about it, Transformers, the cars that are also robots, Popples that are bears that are also inside out bears because they can turn inside out. The Wuzzles, which were. No. They were the Wuzzles, the Wuzzles were, were, like com- were horrible combinations of things. Now, was that 80s yeah. or was that 90s? That was 80s. That was 80s. That was 80s. Um, Centurions. Centurions. Where yeah. the people turned into spaceships <coughs> or whatever because they would stand there and the things would attach to them in a really badass, like, computer looking thing. Mm-hmm. There was Mask. Mask. Which mask were vehicles that vaguely turned into other vehicles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a car that could fly by opening its gold-wing doors. Woo. Yeah. Dinosaurs. <laughs> Remember that show? Was the show about the dinosaurs that were also humans that can also turn into dinosaurs? Yeah, they would turn. <laughs> Wait, so they were dinosaurs first? But they were dinosaur right? people, like from the. Uh, they were from what the planet? They, I don't remember the planet, but it was com- it was a directly across from Earth on the other side of the sun, so we didn't know it existed. Oh, so it was a counter Earth thing. Yeah, like gore. But uh, they had the ability to, God damn, <laughs> to hit the button on their chest, and they would turn into the dinosaur that they were. Only not as a human, but then they'd fight, and then they'd turn back into dinosaurs. I remember that show. I not many people remember that show. Did I, did I say that earlier, dinosaurs? I think so. Oh, so we mentioned dinosaurs. There's a terrible show that's on, I, I want to say it's on now. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's about like teenagers that morph into dinosaurs. And um, it's like Animorphs? Sort of. It's a cart it's an animated cartoon, but you're not talking about Ben Ten, are you? No, 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 no. It's it's it was on like CBS was one of the last uh networks to kind of give up this you know, the Saturday morning cartoon thing. Mm-hmm. And I think they still kind of do it. There's a lot more live action things, but they uh like I I, I don't even, I don't even remember what the name of the show was, but it, it was just horrifying and made me weep for memories of how great Saturday morning cartoons used to be. Yeah, I remember, um... Oh, it was... I can't remember what it was called. It was just a whole chunk of Saturday morning cartoons, and there was, uh... It was, uh... uh Thundercats, yeah. and He-Man, and there was these frogs that were, like, hip-hop hip hop frogs. What? What are you talking about? They, they were, like, frogs, but they, uh, and they had, like, a beater car, and they were always trying to rock out to music. I am no idea what you're talking okay, about, man. Maybe someone will. I, it doesn't sound like something that wouldn't be in the 80s. Yeah. Well, well maybe it was late. Maybe, that might have been early 90s. Because I think it was around the, the hip-hop-ish. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe not. Because it would, they, they were always, they'd walk around with ghetto blasters. I don't remember <laughs> that. And For the longest time, I thought that I was the only one on the planet who had seen Jason the Wheel Warriors. Ah. Oh, I still have the VHSs. Oh, nice. Yeah, actually, when we were working, uh, back when we used to work together, I found it on uh, on eBay. I found the whole run of it on VHS for like 20 bucks, and so huh. I still have the VHSs. Nice. So, I'm sure there's a torrent out there somewhere for it now, but... Yeah, that was a, that was a great, great show. That was like, it was everyone in cars with badass tools, and there were evil plants. Evil plants. Yeah. It was, it was science and te- uh, technology and magic. Both coexisted, mm. and Jace had to find <laughs> his father because his father had he had some kind of like key to defeating feeding the evil plant people, something like that. Yeah, do you remember their names? Oh, uh, Ma- Monster Mind. Mon- the, wait, were they called like the Bioids or something like that, or was that a different show? I don't remember. I think uh, 
the oh wait uh, no wait no the, I think the bad guys were called the monster minds <laughs> or or at least the bad guy was called the monster minds no yeah I think he was called he was called monster mind and I think and then the other ones were other things I think there was buzzsaw and he was the the plant that had the big buzzsaw yeah. buzzsaw <laughs> yeah. And it had the most epic opening theme song ever. Which we'll probably play from this segment to another segment. I do hope so. I rock out to it occasionally in the car. Really? <laughs> yeah. You have it like on your phone? I have it in MP3 of it on my phone and I rock out to it in the car sometimes. Oh. Sad, sadly, I can't remember the theme song at all. Wheels keep on turning. We're side to side to seven. We're warriors. We're warriors. I was going to say, everything in the 80s had an awesome theme song. Yeah. Even... If you're looking back, terrible shows like Denver, The Last Dinosaur <laughs> had an awesome theme song. And it did. Denver, The Last Dinosaur, he's my friend and a whole lot more. Yeah. yeah. Every show had an awesome theme song. Even Brave Star. Brave Star. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, On the Star planet of New Texas. Uh, do you remember... Oh, was this late 80s or was this when, when Dino Riders? <coughs> um... The nineties? I would say mid eighties. I was right. I would say probably right on the cusp. Um, it was probably a bit of like late eighties, early nineties. Because I recall watching it on TV mm-hmm. and Kronos. owning a lot of the toys. What? Kronos and Rasp. Krulos. Krulos. Yeah. And Rasp. <laughs> Do you remember the, the the name of the race of the bad guys? No. They were the Rulons because <laughs> they wanted to rule you. And the good guy, I think his name was Questar. Because he, he had the Prince Valiant haircut, and he was like, ah, Questar, and then all their people that I don't remember. And I, it's dinosaurs, man. <laughs> dinosaurs that dinosaurs with parts. giant battle armor. Badass yeah. combination. I'm waiting for that to get remade. Yeah. I want to see that as a movie. Ooh. <laughs> that would be great. Steven Spielberg's Dino Riders. You know he's going to get Michael Bay to do it and suck it up. I, that's the thing, though. Even if Michael Bay did it, that would still be awesome because oh, it would have lasers and explosions. Dinosaurs with battle armor. I mean, it's hard to fuck that up. Yeah, the, uh, the popple. Uh, Remember, up until recently, we had a popple at my house. Yep. But one of the cats, for like several months straight, would hump it yeah, every day, like all day. And we'd, we'd just look over and say, hey, Frost got the popple again. Yeah. Until one of us decided to pick it up. That was a bad idea. Yeah. Oh. And it was crusty. And that then that ruined popples for me forever. <laughs> the popple. Yeah, like, then, then it just stayed there because no one wanted to touch it to throw it away. <laughs> yeah. So it was the popple. Yeah, finally it did get tossed, but... Uh, that might have been the most disgusting thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I'm the terrified by this. <laughs> you know what? Ter- you know what terrified me about the '80s? Uh, the after the fact, uh, Teddy Ruxpin. Oh yeah, I like Teddy. The Ruxpin. bear. Yeah, and I, I know you. Uh, for, well, yeah, because we had a Teddy Ruxpin that was missing its its top muzzle. Yeah, like oh, okay. this top nose, because it was a bear that had a tape deck in it, and you play the music, and it would move its mouth to the tape, but uh, the top jaw. Ripped off of the bear, but we didn't throw it away. So it would, whenever I'd open the closet or something, it'd be sitting there, bear sitting there, with like half of its mouth missing, with all these wires and stuff hanging out, and always freaked the hell out of me. Wow! <laughs> oh, Straight from Japan. 
Almost ruined me. <laughs> now, if you put in like a death metal tape, because I was one of the cool kids that, ha- that had a Teddy Ruxpin. If you put in like a death metal tape or something mm-hmm. like that, uh, it wouldn't stink with no, uh, you. No, it, it, it's it only worked with Teddy Ruxpin tapes. Uh, so there was some kind of like track on it that. Yeah. It, okay. It, but it would play the music. It just Teddy Ruxpin wouldn't move his mouth. Oh. Yeah. Because it would. What you would. What you could do is. Um, I think you could get like because he had a friend. I think it was a caterpillar. Yeah, Grum- I remember the Grum- caterpillar. Grum- Grum- Grumbly, 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 yeah, Grumbly, yeah, yeah. Like a yellow caterpillar. And you either would put them together, like both hit play at the same time with the same tape, or it would somehow pick up the signal from Teddy Ruxpin. Mm-hmm. And Teddy, yeah, they would only move their mouth during their parts. So it looked like they were talking to each other. I'm assuming you had to sync them up because Maybe. I don't trust any technology in the 80s to be able to. I don't know. They, they didn't per- perfect that technology up until like the late 90s with the Game Boy Advance. No, I but even then though, you still had the wireless, the wired cable. Technology back then was pretty awesome for toys. Like uh, well, we were talking about that earlier, but the um, the toys that that ran on uh, solar power. Oh, do you remember that, Aaron? They no. had these toy cars that were like. Explain it. They were um, they were like futurist-ish type toy cars, and they had a, a power key. And you t- you pull the key out, and you would charge it in this little uh, this little power pack, and uh, and light bulb would make would it would start to glow, you know, from all the from the light. It was glow in the dark. Yeah, glow in the dark. And so you shoved it down into the uh, into the machine, and it would start rolling and doing whatever it was supposed to do. Doing its car to it until it faded. Hmm. And then you take the little key out, and you could charge it up again, or hold it up to the light, and put it back in. It would move again. Yeah, but and of course, the brighter it was, the more power it had to run. So I mean, it, for that, for being a '80s toy, kids' toy, I thought it was pretty badass. Hmm. We never knew what that was. We don't remember what that was called. Yeah, if anyone knows, they should comment or say something about it because that was a really cool. Because I'd like to know what that was. Because we, I think we still have one of those somewhere. Hmm. Also, also those robots with the suction cup bottoms. And little springy arms when you hit the button on their backs, they move their arms in. Yeah. Do you remember what those? Are? Do you know what I'm talking about? I remember. I remember what you're talking about, but I have no clue what they were called. Ugh. You know, I, I did. Any of you guys have uh, Inhumanoids? That's what? So, they sound familiar. Oh, you so the Transformers tie-in? No, no. Well, I don't think so. But uh, essentially, it was what if Lo- H.P. Lovecraft made a uh, kids' cartoon. <laughs> It was about a group, uh, like a race of underground giant creatures uh, that lived under the earth. Uh, it was kind of like a westernized what happens in Japan every day. Uh-huh. Um, there was these giant monsters, and I think there was some kind of government force tasked with keeping them under control. And there, there was probably good ones and bad ones, or maybe they were all beyond our tiny, petty morality. I have no clue, but they were badass action figures because they were about, you know, good foot tall or something like that. These big, giant, huge-ass oh, monsters. You remember I think that? I know. I think I know what you were talking about, because I saw... I think I remember one of the toys. It was a big, green-looking dude with, like, tentacle arms and yeah. huge bug eyes. Yep. Yeah, I saw him at a yard sale. My mom wouldn't let me get it. Oh. I was really pissed. But I was like, oh, that would, toy would be cool at any point in time. Yeah. It was, like, this big. It was, like, a foot tall and... That's all goes up. I, I don't remember this. Yeah, it's it's they were very cool looking. I I cannot remember for the life of me anything that happened in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. But again, in the eighties, basically, cartoons existed to sell toys. So there you go. What yeah, about um, oh, what were those uh, those balls? They had faces on them. Mad, Mad balls. balls. Mad balls. Mad Mad balls. balls. Those, those are those are back now. Uh, those are eighties and they're back. They've been uh, bringing back. In fact, they made a uh, video game. 
that wasn't very good uh, a little while back. Was it an arcade game on 360? Yeah, it was an arcade game, and then they released it on Steam and probably PSN, but it was like a little arena <coughs> shooter type game. Mm. Lame. The other thing that, that reminds me of is Slime Time. <laughs> Slime Time, anybody? Slime Time Live? Uh, no, the watches. Oh. What? Yeah. Yeah, the, they, they were watches, and they were like... Um, like monster creatures, something like bats and stuff, and you'd flip it up and you'd be able to read the digital time because digital watches are uh, are cool. And um, mm. it was a cool thing to idea. have. Collect all the digital watches you can. Um, I remember uh, swatches. Now that was great. If you had a watch and you wanted a new watch, but you didn't want to get an entire new watch, swatches were the way to go. So that just reminds me of Jeff Dunham. His little swatch. Uh, thing. I think it was Jeff Dunham. Swatch watch watch ventriloquist. Yeah. Huh. The see now we're getting off the 80s. If I yeah. talk about Jeff, Dunham. no, you can because it's really the, the, we'll cut it out anyway. Yes. Maybe it was some it because was it's Jeff Dunham. <laughs> 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 he was talking about swatches because they were Swiss watches, so they call them swatch. And oh. I think it's a good thing they weren't made in Croatia. Yeah. Crotches. Crotches. Thank you. Let me just check my crotch. That's kind of funny. Yeah. So <laughs> that was his joke. I'm done. There was a He-Man toy, because uh, you had a bunch of He-Man. You, I'm sure you did too, Aaron, right? Were you I had He-Man a couple. I, I, I watched He-Man, but I never really got a lot of the toys. My big toy purchases were always Star Wars, Transformers, and DC superheroes. So. You had a uh, He-Man toy, Robin. I was watching footage of it, because I guess our grandma shot home movies of it. She bought it for you. It was a, it's a play set where it's like it had a, a dinosaur skull... And you put the guy in there, and the skull would leak, you know, t- turtle slime all over the place. It was, uh, yeah, it was, um, it, I think I've seen it in, a, in a, one of the cartoons, too, but uh, it was Skeletor's little torture device. Oh, yeah, the slime pit. Yeah, uh, yeah I remember that. And they, they had variants of it practically every toy series ever <laughs> made. There was some excuse for someone to get slime, whether it was, like, a real Ghostbusters thing. Ninja Turtles did, Ninja it, a Turtles did it a lot because ooze. Yeah. Yeah, you just couldn't. Uh, you couldn't have um, Beast Man get slimed. No, that that ended badly because Beast Man uh, had fur. He was, yeah. was he a furry? He uh, now was he? Fur- he was. Did he have actual hair? Or, okay. I, yeah, the the toy had actual fuzz on him. Now there was a lot of He Man gimmick toys. There was Stinkor, which was possibly one of the worst gimmick toys. Yeah, I've what ever was that gimmick? Uh, he was basically a big green kind of skunky man, and he smelled like rotten eggs. Yeah, the toy did. The yep. toy smelled like rotten eggs. Why would you want that? Exactly. Um, uh, they had tons of other gimmicks like you know Ram Man, little you know, yeah, guy yeah, who yeah. jumped. Yeah, he jumped. Um, and many looked faces. like Juggernaut from X Men Three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> many faces, um, which you could spin around and make him happy, sad. Because he had many faces. Many faces. See, there you go. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah. What was that thing about? What do you guys remember the the He Man toy where um it was all light because light light toys were. Like uh, like laser tag ish. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that stuff was oh. really big back then. Oh, we have to talk about laser tag because that was so cool. <laughs> I never <laughs> got into laser tag. Well, you weren't cool. Uh, you could put uh, you had Skele- Skeletor and He Man both had them, and they were like it's almost like a, like a podium, like a like a church podium on wheels, and you could hit a button and it would shoot a beam of light, and if you hit the other one, then it would eject. You know what that reminds me of? Captain Power. Captain Power. Uh, yes. uh, I could never get that thing to work. Really? Oh, my friends and I had them. We ha- I had the Captain Power ship, and my friend had the Lord Dread. Was that his yeah, name? Yeah, Lord Dread, I think Yeah, so. Lord Dread. Uh, he had his ship. 
And uh, I used to love that show, and the show actually, uh, J. Michael Straczynski was the story editor on that. Um, he, he Spider-Man guy? Yeah, so Didn't he do Spider-Man, Babylon 5, um, many other things. Um, I'm not going to really, I don't want to say the Spider-Man writer because I wasn't a big fan of his run on Spider-Man. I liked his run on Spider-Man. Yeah, it was, uh, but anyway, uh, I do remember the thing I remember about Captain Powers when I put the videos in, it always had like that three minute live action sequence where he was in the armor and everything yeah. was badass and things were exploding. I, actually, before we continue that, maybe we should explain what Captain Power is. Please do. You can. Okay. Um, Captain Power, what it was, it was... Uh, essentially what it was, they were giant ships that uh, doubled as light guns, and there was a little... Uh, you press the trigger on it, it had like a kind of gun grip underneath uh, the ship. You press the trigger, um, and you could use it to shoot things. Um, there was a little, like, flashlight thing, and... Uh, what it would do is you would watch the TV show. Um, the TV show was essentially this story about a group of freedom fighters who... Uh, wasn't Thor... Uh, Thor uh, Svensson in it? Um, I think that? so. Um, uh, LaForce. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was in that. Um, I looked that up at some point. Yeah. Um, some it essentially, is a group of freedom fighters who were... Uh, uh, fighting against what the Bio Dread Empire was something that like that. familiar. Yeah, basically a bunch of evil bag cyborg board robot people. Um, uh, it was very similar to Terminator, actually. <laughs> Terminator with goofier outfits, but uh, or cooler outfits. Yeah, depending, depending on how you your, look at yeah. it. Um, but what you watch the show, and the show would have little, uh, the bad guys would have like little light up targets on their chest. The drones would be, would have like, uh, they look kind of like bat troopers from G.I. Joe. Mm -hmm. They would have big glowing, uh, targets, and you would shoot at the, um, the targets as you were playing the thing, and you would get points that way. And there were times where the enemies would shoot, and if your ship was held up when the enemy shot back, um, the another sensor on uh, your ship would get hit, and if you got hit so many times, and your little cockpit would eject. I want to say three or five. Yeah, which was like kind that. of the coolest thing of all time. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty badass, actually. It was like and, an old school Wii. <laughs> yeah, um, and you had that, and the coolest thing part uh, part about it was the end credits. They had this kind of Death Star trench run first person thing mm -hmm. that. I, you know, I would, t I would just play that part of the tape over and over again because it was like, essentially it was like a light gun shooter game before they had light gun yeah. shooter games. Yeah. And it was really fun. And if you had a friend who had another ship, then um, you could like actually shoot at each other and try to hit each other's sensors and it would react the same <coughs> way. Captain Power was pretty bad. <laughs> now, was that a TV show that ran on the air or was yes. it just released as videotape? No, it ran on the air. It, uh, I think they had a good season or two of it. Um, it, ran, it ran for several episodes. So that's a really smart idea for the toy company yeah. to make toys that work with the TV show. Yeah. Where they can introduce more toys for you to buy mm -hmm. that will work with the TV show. And uh, one of the cool things about it, if you go back and you watch that show, it was actually surprisingly dark for a kid's show. I mean, really? people seriously died, you know, it was, I mean, it, as serious, you know, as you can get with a show about freedom fighters fighting giant, you know, robot side well, people. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> That sounds pretty serious. Though. No, it, it was That's a plot for many movies. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was rather surprisingly dark, but it was very good. I really dug it. Um, and J. Michael Straczynski also uh, worked on uh, the real Ghostbusters for a while. And generally, if you see his name attached to an episode, it's one of the better episodes. It's not one of the ones where they treat ghosts like 
mobsters or something like that. Did he do the Cthulhu? Uh, no, he didn't. Um, he did the one that was included on the Ghostbusters DVD. The um, re-release. Of the yeah, the re-release of the Ghostbusters DVD where uh, they bridged between the movie and the show. And Which explains why they have different color costumes. Yeah, they have different color costumes. That uh, shows them rebuilding the firehouse, how they met Slimer. Uh, yeah, he wrote that one. Um, the guy who wrote the call, uh, the collect, it was a collect call of Cthulhu. Back to that again. Yeah, we were talking about this for the second week in a row. Um, he actually posted the script uh, on uh, his website online, so you can actually find the script online. Yeah, actually, I think I read that mm-hmm. years ago. Hmm. It was another show that I liked that. Uh, um, I. The Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Uh, you guys remember that one? I loved Dungeons and Dragons. I, can't, I couldn't do it, man. Couldn't it was do good. it. It was well, good. You, Peter Cullen was in it, man. It was the bad guy. You watched it much later. Yeah, okay, yeah. I watched it like seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. Yeah, that. Because they, re- they started like. re showing it on TV again mm-hmm. when the Dungeons and Dragons movie came out. The new uh, D&D movie, which I don't want to uh, get into ever. But, uh. uh, uh <laughs> They started showing, and that's when I watched it. I'm like, why does the Cavalier not have a sword? Why is there a little unicorn that does nothing? How come everybody sucks? <laughs> okay, um... Why aren't there any, anything D&D related in this thing? There was a Dungeon Master. Okay, d- no. Why wasn't there a Terrescue or, or Teresque or whatever you want to call it? Teresque. So well, at the Terrescue. Because you would, they, being such a low level, would have died from fright. That's yeah, that's true. There's no saving throw if you're under like level ten. You know how that ended up? The bad guy was actually the dungeon master's son who had been corrupted. Has it was really? Yeah, I, I heard it didn't have an ending. Uh, it didn't have an ending. They had a. They, you can find the script online. In fact, I have the script. I can get it to you. The DVD. <laughs> yeah, I have so many things that I'll never use on my computer. <laughs> it's right very now. matter of fact. Yeah, um, I have. It, I'll give it to you. What they actually did is though they. Uh, when they released it on DVD, they released the DVD set of the entire series, and they um, they got as me- I, I guess all the voice actors back, and they uh, read through the script like a radio play. Oh, that's cool. Um, okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so y- that exists. Um, you can actually uh, you can actually get the fina- the final episode of it as audio only. But uh, yeah, they were going to do it. They planned on finishing it up, but then it just the rug got pulled out of them, and they weren't given any funding to do the final episode. See, that would be cool if they did that with more cartoons, because I remember a lot of cartoons didn't have endings. Like Pirates of Dark Water, that was kind of disappointing. Did that end? That was 90s. I don't think that happened. No. That was 90s. That was 90s, but we can talk okay. about yeah. Yeah. No, no, I was just, I was just making yeah. sure. Uh, Transformers, I don't think, had an ending. I had the you, last... You, you, you did some research on Transformers a while ago. Yeah. Like, watched a whole bunch of it. Kind of just kept going on. Well, <laughs> the last episode, that, at least unless I'm wrong, the last episode of Transformers was... They went to a planet where, uh, well, they, they had to release the, 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 the matrix of leadership and to destroy this rage virus that was taking over the universe. Yeah. And everyone pissed off. And, uh, mm-hmm. so they emptied all the information, which sucks because that means Prime is officially dead at that point because the, his essence is gone. I thought it went on past that storyline, well, didn't it? I, well, I, I can't remember if it, if that was the same part of the storyline or not, but then they, they went to this planet and there were people or robots or I can't remember now but uh, uh, they were like no there were robots that could only be uh, activated by someone controlling them so like headmasters or yeah, are you talking about something else yeah yeah I think so. yeah like those toys the ones that you had to put people in yeah 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 I think it was like that but um, 
Mm-hmm. They and they controlled it, and like the the humans, whatever the the guy, the dad, and the father, and all that. So uh, it was Spike and Daniel, yeah. I mean, Spike became a uh, wasn't he like a kind of an ambassador, like for Earth, essentially. I don't. Know. And I remember like uh, Daniel at one point was seriously injured, and he became like the headmaster for RC or something like that. Uh, so I don't know. Which is odd. Because that's the one thing I know about Transformers is like because I watched a lot up until the movie. Yeah, and starting with the movie and on is when things just kind of become bullshit. Well, yeah. and like way too cosmic. Let's let's be fair. The Transformers cartoon was always bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the, at the first few, <laughs> the first little bit of it was pretty cool. You know, it was Optimus fighting Megatron, and this episode they want to blow up a thing, and so yeah. they stop them and get the energy. You know, and then it became about one fucking weird spaceship and. <laughs> Once they did the time jump where it became like, you know, it's the year 1999. Um, In the year 2005. Was it 2005? Something like that. I don't know. It was... It was it was a good like twenty years past. It was probably like two thousand five, twenty years past the uh, original timeline. Dan, uh, Spike was grown up. He had married uh, what was her name, Carly, his girlfriend throughout the series, and uh, they had Daniel. Uh, and yeah, it, after that. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which I will say that looking back, yeah, Transformers was a kind of a shit TV show. There were a couple good episodes, like uh, <clears throat> where um, Megatron kidnapped a bunch of uh, Autobots and he had them converted into a throne. <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, it's kind of awesome. That's kind of that fucked one. up. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then when uh, uh, the you know the, the Autobots defeat you know defeat him and everything, and then the Autobots. Who were converted into a throne, reconvert themselves back into a throne for Optimus to sit on. He's all like, "It's like I'm not going to sit on the throne." You know, it's like I'm an equal, like everyone else. And good so they wanted to be sit on. Sat on. Yeah, well, they are like, yeah, like you know, they they were okay with being, you know, <laughs> not being a throne is the right of all sentient beings. Yeah, mm. exactly. He's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. But even though they would offered, <laughs> so. Uh. You know what, what show does kind of still hold up really well? Mm-hmm. G.I. Joe. Depends. Uh, there's a lot of really good episodes. There's lots of shit episodes, like the one where uh, Cobra was trying to uh, use uh, <laughs> like a fast food franchise called like Rocket Burgers or something yeah. like that, uh, where by hi- using them to hide actual missiles. Because <laughs> the, the, the restaurant had a big rocket on yeah, top, yeah. but it was a real rocket that they were going to fire at some point. Now, there's there's two, like, and they're not, I wouldn't call them episodes because they're, like, multi-part series. There was a two-parter, which was the one where um, a couple Joes end up going into an alternate universe where Cobra had taken over mm-hmm. and ruled the world. And the Baroness was actually a good guy in that one. And uh, um, that one was really cool. That was a two-parter. Hmm. Uh, there was also the Ri- Rise to Pantor Rise to Pantor That was badass. So it was the Weather Dominator series. I don't remember that one. That's they, they had to get the Weather Dominator, and that's what happened in it. It was like a thing with a whirlpool at the end of it, in the ocean, the big sea <laughs> battle, and the music was like, bum, 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 and then the like, fucking... Was that, the, uh, was that where they had to collect the heavy water, or the deep water that was heavier than regular water? I think so, yeah. They had to find three pieces of the Weather Dominator because it exploded into three perfectly different, like, shapes. So it's like a Johnny Quest episode, basically. <laughs> yeah. But 
Yeah, that's the show does, does still hold up pretty well. There's a lot of good episodes from that. I, I would be much quicker to pick up the G.I. Joe box set than I would, say, the Transformers box set. Well, as much as I love Transformers. Also because the Transformers box set was stupid expensive when it came out. Yeah. yeah. You can get, like, half of season one for, well, like, 80 bucks. No, they re-released it. Well, now, but I'm yeah. saying when it first came out. Shout Factory, I believe, puts out Transformers now, don't they? Well, yeah, they were real bullshit about it. Like, when yeah. it first came out, remember, there was, like you were saying, season one, part one, season one, part two. Yeah. yeah. For, like, 50 bucks a piece. I think Shout Factory is a really great company that's kind of picked up the ball from everything that Rhino fucked up. Mm. Um, when they really, I know when they re-released Transformers, uh, they did a lot of work to actually like clean up some of the the uh, transfer errors and sound errors and things that the Rhino uh, DVDs messed up. Huh. And they put it in the Matrix of Leadership. Yeah, that was a badass box. I almost wanted to get it just for that box. But the GI Joe box set's cooler because it's a huge Footlocker that isn't made of paper. Now the real Ghostbusters uh, comes in one that turns into the firehouse. Which I yeah, wouldn't get that show because after the first two years it was went really bad. But now you want to get that show because of the box set. Because of the box set, which is sad. Kind of like way back back years ago when Invader Zim was going to come out on DVD, mm-hmm. they were supposed to have a uh, a box set of Zim's house. You they can did. you can get that. Well, um, now, but back then, like it was supposed to come out because I was pre-ordering them and everything, mm-hmm. and it's I was supposed to get it with my. Yeah, I didn't get that, that either. But uh, you could buy it separately, and it came with a uh, a bonus disc that included the audio tracks from and uh, synced up with the storyboarding from several episodes. Yeah. Or I would like to point out one thing real quick. Yeah. It is. I I'm under the firm belief that the only reason Cobra never really succeeded in taking over is because Doctor Mindbender is a tra- Doctor Mindbender is a traitor. You've mentioned this to me <laughs> before, but I was really drunk at the time, so you're gonna have to. Elaborate. I was. I, there's a video on YouTube about it too, and I'm really drunk too. But I, I wouldn't deny that because Doctor Mindbender like constantly was, you know, punching holes in Cobra Commander's boat. <laughs> I, if nothing else, it's just the bats. You know, I mean, <laughs> they, what does BAT stand for? Battle Attack Trooper, is that it? Something Android like that, Trooper? Yeah. Battle, Battle Android Android Trooper, Trooper. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, it's like, if, if you're, con- if you're making an Android to fight, you know, yeah. it should be able to at least target, yeah, to I, hit someone. Yeah, and BATs were honestly worse shots than Stormtroopers, which is saying a lot. Yeah. Um, and they exploded. When, now, they, when, when they got shot once, yeah. it would explode. Yeah. Now, I recall the bats, like, the first episode they showed up, they just, like, wiped the floor with Joe. I mean, mm-hmm. they just beat them. They were like, oh, my God, it's impossible. And then every other time no. they showed up, they just wiped they, them. Uh, they wiped the floor with them until Sergeant Slaughter showed up. Because oh, yeah, that was right. the first time he showed up. Uh, okay. And he beat the shit out of all the bats. Now, was it the first time he showed up? I thought the first time he showed up was Arise, Serpent, or Arise. Or was he I think that was the same thing. Was it? Because I went back and watched the Rise of Pentor Rise and the Weather Dominator miniseries. Huh. And I think that the bats, they were beating the shit out of the Joes, and um, Sergeant Slaughter shows up in his little Sergeant Slaughter mobile that they ended up selling with the toy. And then he, yeah, and then he trained the Joes, right? Yeah, yeah. he was, uh, he was like the boot, the drill camp uh, instructor. I think, uh, like, uh, what was Flint's brother's name? Uh, yeah. Falcon? Yeah. Falcon, yeah. That asshole dude? Yeah, the, 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 the like, fin, uh, Flint's the younger brother. The one they introduced in the movie? Yeah. No, that was Beachhead who was there. In the no, movie, no, it was no. Beachhead who was training him. There was, it was someone that, I, I, th- I thought it was, like, Falcon or something like that, uh, ended up, like, uh, fucking something up, and then they send him and a, a couple other, like, scrubs to, uh, Sergeant, uh, Slaughter's boot camp. 
And yeah. yeah, they had like it was uh, like I, it might not have been Falcon, but it was somebody that uh, they ended up sending. Um, it might have been because uh, wasn't uh, like didn't he get tricked by Zartana? Zarana, uh, Zarana, yeah, Zart, uh, uh, Zarana uh, into letting her into the base, which she was able to like sneak uh, secret stuff. I think that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Okay. Then they did that in the movie too. Again, maybe or like I, I'm not, I'm Falcon or whatever his name is snuck his girl in, but it was actually the Baroness. Was it? And she takes off her wig and she's got the glasses and she's like, "Ha ha!" I'm probably I'm probably mixing everything up. This seems like a good time for a break. Listen to some tunes. Wheels keep a There's a power that comes from deep inside of you. every day you're reaching toward the light. And you know there's a long way of you. But when your wheels get you there, things will turn out right. Just keep them turning. Enjoyed that, and now I guess we're going to talk a little bit about uh, '80s uh, people capitalizing on '80s nostalgia and uh, the various remakes we've seen of '80s films, like Transformers, like Transformers, uh, GI Joe, um, the Karate Kid. I, I will go. I'll say uh, first off that um, as a general rule, I st- I don't watch '80s remi- or remakes for '80s cartoons and that kind of thing. Um, as a general rule, I don't watch it out of, princi- out of principle. As a general rule, you don't watch them out of principle, but when, when it actually comes down to it, you end up seeing them anyway? I see, I've see. <laughs> seen a couple... Uh, I mean, I've seen Transformers, I've seen G.I. Joe, um, and, yeah. No. But we'll get into all that. I mean, there are cases... I mean, normally, you know, the your first reaction is, like, why the hell are they messing with our childhood? Um, I mean, there are cases where um, plenty of times the remake is... Has been better than the original. I would argue that the E-Man remake they oh, yeah. was much better than the original show. Well, yeah, I, I'll say that. Like, I'll agree with the the Master of the Universe mm-hmm. movie was good. Are we talking about that? Or are we talking about the remake? No, we're not talking about 2005. No, no, we're we're talking about the the eighties cartoon versus the the sh- uh, the cartoon that came out like uh, several just a couple years ago. Oh, I thought we were talking about the Dolph Lundgren movie. No, <laughs> there's nothing good to say about that. I, I love, love that movie. I oh, enjoyed hell it. with all of you. No, dude, <laughs> I did enjoy it. It, was it took out all the bullshit that you didn't need from He-Man and just left you with the bare bones of what you want to see. Just He-Man being He-Man. You didn't want to see him not be He-Man. You wanted to see him be He-Man fighting Skeletor and a bunch of other shit. But I was yeah. I was always wanting to see Orko. Mm. Orko uh, wasn't in it. They rep- replaced him with what uh, um, Warwick Davis in uh, prosthetics, basically. Yeah. No, it wasn't even Warwick Davis. It was uh, what's his name, Billy Barty, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it was Billy Barty. You're talking about Rest the guy who piece. did the music. The, the, the yeah, the Will Dorf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Will Dorf. <laughs> yeah, I believe that was Billy Barty. Uh, man, I can I can clearly remember like a uh, uh, 
it was either a, I don't know if it was McDonald's or Burger King, but it was some kind of kids meal, and uh, it was Master of the Universe, the movie themed. And uh, Gwildor taught me an amazing transdimensional uh, wormhole trick where you cut out like a little thing, a little square, and you cut it out in a way where you could unfold it and make it into like a whole, you know, like a circle that you could uh, fit yourself through. Wow. 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 Um, one thing I, I have, have you noticed that when they tend to remake uh, like cartoons, uh, do ad- live action adaptations especially, it's always the cartoons find their way into our world, like our modern world. Right. Like the Smurfs movie is basically I the Smurfs. I never saw the Smurf movie. No, it's, it's out coming out. It's coming out. It's, oh. it's, and it's a CG live action movie with CG Smurfs? Yeah, it's it, it's kind of terrifying. Hank Azaria is playing Gargamel. And he looks exactly, yeah. he looks exactly <laughs> like Gargamel. Uh, it, it, what it looks like, it kind of looks like the, that Disney movie that came out a few years back uh, with Amy Adams' Enchanted, uh-huh. but with the Smurfs being sent to New York. And uh, they end up... Uh, uh, shacking up with Neil Patrick Harris, I believe. Really? I'm kind of excited yeah. about that. Much. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm down with it. But, <laughs> um, it the CG Smurfs look terrifying. <laughs> they they just look wrong. But I mean, they do that a lot. They seem to do that a lot, like Masters of the Universe, and uh, you know the He Man and Tila and Man at Arms and all that ended up going to our world. Um, I'm sure there's other examples we can think of. If uh, well, a lot of the other. Remakes or movie, movie, the cartoons that were made in the movies, I guess. Yeah. A lot of the rest of them were just actually set in our world. Like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Well, yeah. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> Transformers and, uh, and you know, G.I. Joe, yeah. for the most part, set in our world. Yeah. I mean, you can't really do that, but uh, anytime there's some kind of fantasy fictional setting, it always seems to. You know, you know why? Probably because it's cheaper. Probably definitely because it's cheaper, I'm sure. Yeah, like Lord of the Rings. Let's set in the. Never mind. <laughs> that was a bad joke. Cut that out. Um, <laughs> we killed the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, dead air. So, uh, Tran- oh, go ahead. yeah. I okay. I didn't like the new trans- uh, the Transformers movies that much. Okay, no, no, that's a lie because you said I went to see the first Transformers movie and I was like, man, that was pretty fun. And then you went to go see it and you're like, ah, it was pretty good. I liked it. No, you said you liked it. You said you liked it because you saw it right after I did. No, you were like. Oh, when Starscream was transformed and he was a jet and then he turned into a robot and he punched a jet and then turned back into a, uh, a no, jet and you were like, that's what I always wanted to see. Yeah, well, no, I was, I was happy to see Starscream do that. That's about the only thing I was really thrilled about in the movie. Well, I, I will say this, uh, the, and th- this is the thing that just drives me crazy about Transformers fans is that they go on and on about how they've ruined the, you know, the purity of the original cartoon and, you know, they, they, the original cartoon wasn't good. I mean, yeah. let's just be honest. It wasn't that good. It was shit. And, I mean, the movies, they're, they're 90, you know, 90 minutes or two hours, and regrettably in the case of the second one, mm-hmm. where it's just, it's robots beating the hell out of each other, and that's awesome. And you can't, well, I mean, that, and, and they were fairly faithful. Yeah. If you're worried about the storyline in a Transformers movie, you're missing the point. <laughs> okay, I guess my main problems with that is, well, we've had a conversation about this before. My my robots are blocky. They don't look like like from like they come from the Giver. I could totally agree with that statement. You know, and if Optimus Prime didn't look like you know some kind of weird um, Giver creature, and then more like Optimus Prime and blocky, and you know, obviously he's look, look more eighties robot. Yeah, yeah. Cholo flames though, man. <laughs> I can agree. Like Starscream looked nothing like Starscream should have looked like. Right. 
He looked like a weird tor- like tor- tortilla chip. Yeah. And we're getting back into talking about War Cybertron for the second week in a row, but I think they did that. What they did there was perfect because you take you look at the characters and you say that's Starscream, that's Bumblebee, that's Optimus. They're instantly recognizable, um, but they're more rounded. Mm-hmm. You know, they're I mean they've got the they're Cybertronian. Like, yeah, they're Cybertronian. They've kind of got like the the weird underglow effects all over you know them. And uh, of course, they transformed into into Cybertroni vehicles, so you can get away with a lot more. Well, that was but in the first episode of Transformers. They, yeah, they well, yeah, they they scanned them to to uh, so they could uh, disguise themselves as uh, um, Earth vehicles. But they did have vehicle modes in the yeah. original one. Like well, yeah, the jets like, looked like a weird pyramid thing, kind of. And uh, and Bumblebee was it looked like a bug, but mixed with like a hovercraft. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, uh, and, th- and the same thing with pretty much all of the other characters. They had their futuristic car versions, which would be very ridiculous if they just for inexplicably had 80s vehicles yeah. on Cybertron. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they, that's one of the things that I, I wish that the movies had kind of stuck to, um, you know, more classic designs. And then... Even if just slightly more Yeah, classic. I mean, I, I would have I been able to suspend disbelief in a movie about alien robots coming to our planet who can transform into vehicles if they looked more like the original things. I mean, but then again, I mean, it's... I'm fine with it, you know. Okay, then they had all you needed as far as storyline. I mean, they got the storyline down pretty much. And there's some... And the second one, I thought, I mean... I, I'm, you're a bigger fan of the second one. Than I like the I second am. one more than the first one. Yeah, um, I, I mean the the action sequences were, were much clearer, and there were a lot of nods to like various uh, different parts of continuity, like um, the uh, Matrix. Matrix and, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Matrix like the, of leadership. The Matrix of leadership. Um, uh, the Fallen, I think, showed up in the comic. Some of the uh, IDW comics. Mm-hmm. Um, there were other. Uh, there are other instances, uh, you know, where they threw in little knots. I mean, they even put Wheelie in there for God's sake, the worst Transformers <laughs> characters ever. And they had the the whole thing about the primes. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, Optimus, and Optimus fusing with Jetfire uh, was was in one of the anime series, I believe. And I'll count those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I honestly, though, looking back, those Transformers anime series though were. Better than the original series is, yeah. You know why? Because they had a beginning and an end. Yeah, they they had a they had a planned storyline that went along. You know, I, I hate the anime transforms. I really do, but I'm, I agree with Rob. But I, I do think they had a better story arc mm-hmm. than the uh, the Western one. Um, now, as far as uh, the animated, the new animated Transformer show that uh, isn't on the air anymore, where everything looked cartoony. Yeah, it didn't. It looked like one of those. Uh, Friggin' the progressive commercials, you know? Yeah. Yeah, where it looked like someone did it in flash animation. It reminded me of the Teen Titans cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. see that. I, I kind of like that, and I didn't like that, because... The Teen Titans cartoon? No, no, the, uh, the Transformers animated... animated Transform- Transformers animated, was it called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe so. But, uh, like, at first I'm like, this is dumb-looking, and then I looked at the toys, and uh, I still wanted them, because I'm like, that's cool, it's like a little cartoony truck, it turns into a cartoony Optimus. I would really like to pick up the uh, War for Cybertron toys, I, I, and I, I might pick up a couple. What really helps is uh, my almost four-year-old son is really into Transformers, so I can make the excuse of, I'm buying this for him. <laughs> I make the excuse that I suck. <laughs> I, uh, I still... I'm just going to touch on this and I'm done, but okay. I still think that um, Megatron should have been a tank since you can't make him a gun. Well, they made him a tank scale. in the second one. But uh, yeah. a real tank. 
like a like a oh, nice space tank. Well, I, I thought the uh, the reasoning behind that was is that lo- uh, Megatron wouldn't lower himself uh, to, to blend in to blend in with our uh, yeah. puny ant race. Or that whatever. shouldn't have been that way. Yeah. That makes sense, though. It it would make sense, but it just make him a tank. That way, you can have a tank and a Mack truck going at it. They had a tank in the first movie. Yeah, but it should have Bone Crusher. Well. Not Bone Crusher. It was, was Devastator in the first movie? Or no. Was Bone rabbit? No, no. Rabbit. It was I thought they called him Devastator in the first movie, and then they like retroactively changed yeah. that because Bay didn't realize that Devastator was the name of the constructor. Which comments. I don't see Which how he fucked up in the second. Yeah. He, he fucked up, but it was still kind of cool. It, it was great just for John Turturro being able to say the line, uh, I'm directly beneath the uh, target scrotum. scrotum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> Comic bullshit, I guess. You know, yeah. Comedic bullshit. But thank you, Michael Bay. With the twins <laughs> alone, uh, just uh, uh, like like you can get past those two things, and that movie is a highly enjoyable movie. There's so many things they could have done better. I mean, true, but yeah. there's so many things they did better than mm-hmm. the first movie. The first movie it had all shaky cam. You couldn't see what was going on when the robots were fighting. Yeah, you could actually see the action sequences. Yeah, and there was a shitload of transformers and. Jetfire was like, here, Optimus, take my parts. And Optimus became super Optimus and flew around like you wanted him to in, the, in your head and as a child and beat the shit out of Megatron. And I'm like, ah! Oh! <laughs> I'm just, I'm groaning here. That's, that's, that's just my response. Let's talk about the G.I. Joe movie. You can agree that the G.I. Joe movie was awesome. I liked it. I liked the G.I. Yeah. Joe movie. It, I, it, and that's the thing is, what's his name? Steven Summers? Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, yeah, he, he did the movie. The, the first movie was great. Uh, oh, is that why Brendan Brendan Fraser? Was yeah, in? that's why Brendan Fraser was in it. Okay. Um, Flint. Uh, he wasn't Flint. He was he some had, other character. He, his name was but Lieutenant was a, Stone. A, yeah, he, but he doesn't have his code name yet. Yeah. Uh, well, no, Lieutenant Stone is actually a J.I. Joe character. Oh, gay. Okay. I, I think he's British in the original storyline. But yeah, he, had I, he should have been Flint. I know, I know. Trust me, I, I agree with you. But I, I, that movie, I mean, it, it's pure cheese. It's ridiculous action. I mean, the, I mean, people like fire like nine thousand rounds at each other and never somehow never hit each other. But yeah. that's GI Joe. That's GI Joe. That's and G. I. everything Joe. explodes. That's yeah. That's GI Joe. Yeah, because Doctor Mindbender is a traitor. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why Cobra loses. <laughs> no, I will say that I was very happy because. Um, I didn't. I, I wasn't trying to pick it apart. I wasn't trying to figure out, you know, what was going on ahead of time, which let it unfold. And I had no clue that spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if, if yeah, if they don't already know that uh, the kid from Third Rock of the Sun is. Yeah, uh, it, it's Cobra Commander. Yeah. I thought that was Doctor Mindbender because he had a monocle. I thought that too when I was yeah. watching. I, I thought that was supposed to be Doctor Mindbender. They called him Doctor, and so I was like, "Oh, it's Doctor Mindbender. Okay, that's cool." And then it turns out he's Doc. He's fucking Cobra Commander. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm in. I think we had the conversation before about this. Like, I can uh, I can understand not having the uh, the Star Starscream's voice. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to sound badass. Yeah, but it would have been so much better if he you know takes off the respirator, puts on his or whatever you know his Pro, uh, yeah yeah thing, and he's like, yeah I'm coming yeah. Down as soon as he puts it on, they get like you know like uh, Charles Adler or whoever they normally get to do Starscream since Chris Latta died. Yeah. Uh, well, but like in the movie, he puts on the mask and he's got a voice deeper than Destro's yeah. voice in the yeah. cartoon, which it's too deep. He needs to it needs to have a happy medium in between. Yeah. But I was thoroughly and I thoroughly enjoyed every aspect of the tra- of the. Uh, G.I. Joe movie, and I thought I was going to hate it because in the trailer, all you saw was the robot suits. Yeah, the yeah. power suit things, which... I And to be fair, that was, wasn't was a bad action sequence. That was pretty... Yeah, yeah, like that was looking, a, those 
That was pretty good. It yeah. was cool, but the thing is, I thought that was the whole movie. Yeah, if yeah, the whole movie yeah. was that, yeah, that would have been bad. But that's the part that if you think about it, that's something G.I. Joe would have done. They would have said, hey, buy these. Like, <laughs> buy an episode about bio. New like, toys, man. Yeah. And then a whole new line of G.I. Joes with robot suits that you can buy and then lose pieces yeah. for. I did like how Destro's uh, mask at the end of the movie is like nanite. The, the, yeah, the nanonite. Which, yeah. It explains how like you can actually see his features move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was happy with that. The only real problem I had was that the Baroness was, at the end of the movie, made back into a good, gr- good yeah. guy. But yeah. But you know she still even said she still got the nanite shit in her. So they can make her a bad guy again. I did just as easy. I didn't get why they bothered to make like have Duke formerly be in love with the Baroness. I, well, because the main dude has to have a I guess thing but, to relate, so you can relate. Why couldn't to Marlon Wayans be the the main guy? I mean, he he got to like make out with Scarlet. I was just wondering why they picked who was he? Ripcord. Ripcord. Yeah. Why I mean, didn't they pick some bigger name Joes? Yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of like shipwreck. You know, yeah, yeah. Why well, wasn't a shipwreck? Beachhead, beachhead, Flint, Tullerhead, Tullerhead. <laughs> any of the quick kick, quick kick. <laughs> uh, you know, any of these Joes. Why couldn't they? Why weren't they in there? Um, yeah. What's the dude um, who wants a body massage guy? <laughs> Roadblock. Roadblock. Why, who wants a body massage? <laughs> yeah. What was Roadblock in it? No. That was uh, heavy duty. Was heavy the, duty was the uh, the, the, the British black trainer guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been Roadblock. You know who should have been in that movie? Who? Sergeant Slaughter. I wanted him to have a cameo. He's so fat now. Cameo. He's sad though. Still. I, that would have been awesome if he was a cameo. Even if he was like a, a UN guy or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And and they're going to have to have Sergeant Slaughter in there anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe they, they don't have the rights one. to it. Well, I'm sure they've, they've got to have the rights. Are they even making sequels? Uh, I heard that they were going to do it, but I think it made enough money. I, I would think so. One of my biggest like things that just drove me crazy about it is that when they're doing the whole underwater sub thing, and this I blame solely on the special effects company, you could have put it in space or in the middle of the air, and it wouldn't have mattered. There was no nothing that like said that this is an underwater battle, right? You know, no between bubbles. Some, you know, no bubbles. It was just, it was really bad special effects, and that kind of bugged me. But overall, I liked it. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Storm Shadow didn't die at the end of the movie. Oh, no, of course not. He was no in ice cold water, and that preserved his. Uh, his body, he like cat hibernation. and he's a ninja. He's just going to climb out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's, he's used to worse things. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I watched the movie and I got so excited to kick my dog in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been on the poster. <laughs> oh yeah. dear. Um, what else? What else has been remade since then? Uh, well, there, we were talking about the Karate Kid earlier, but Which none I, of us have seen it. I do refuse to watch that movie out of principle. Yeah. I, I'm still going to bitch and moan about the fact that they don't... It, it's kung fu. It's not karate, but whatever. Uh, yeah, and I I agree with you, and I'm, I bitch about it all the time, too, but if you think about it, who gives a shit? Yeah. Really? I mean, like, well, back in the day, if, if we saw, like, somebody, ninja, you know, fighting with kung fu-ish moves, yeah. we would have assumed it was karate and ninja yeah. something or other. Yeah. You know, there's real no... Barrier well, between them all. It's, uh, my problem with this, and I haven't seen it again, so I'm, I'm bitching about a movie I haven't seen. But it, you brought it up earlier. Why was it called the Karate Kid? It's my same problem that I have with Dawn of the, the Dawn of the Dead remake, mm-hmm. which had almost nothing to do with the original Dawn of the Dead, other than they were in a mall at you know yeah. for a point in time. Why didn't they just call it something else? Zombies mm-hmm. in the mall. Yeah, zom- zombies, you know, zombies in a mall. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and why they could have done the same thing with Karate Kid. I mean, acknowledge what you know what you're referencing, but well, they're doing it because they have the name. Yeah, the yeah. name brings in people. Yeah, like like oh, Karate Kid. I like Karate Kid. Yeah, well, you mean Will Smith's kid and and Jackie Chan teaming up to learn. I hear the movie's great, like a good movie. Yeah, I, I've I've heard that it's not bad either, and I love Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah, but is Ralph Macchio even in the movie? No, no. I think the last thing I saw him in was like a funnier die sketch. Yeah. Oh, did you? Uh, you know who, who I saw recently? Uh, Johnny, the guy from Karate Kid One, uh, shows up in Hot Tub Time Machine. Really? Yeah. That's pretty freaking cool. You that got me. Uh, you got me an autograph of the Cobra Kai uh, dojo. Martin Cove. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sweep the leg. Sweep the leg. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, I, I haven't seen the movie, I'm upset that they call it The Karate Kid, but then again, that's just me bitching and moaning about little things that everybody does. Yeah. I mean, if if we didn't bitch and moan about little things, then we wouldn't be recording this podcast. I can say this, though, I can I guarantee that this new Karate Kid movie is a, at least ten times better than the next Karate Kid. Yeah. <laughs> Which had Miyagi in it. Yeah. So, I'm sure that this movie's better. I, I wouldn't argue that. That's, <laughs> that set a low bar. <laughs> now, which was which was better? Which was worse? This can be our debate topic: Karate Kid two or three. three. They were all good. They were all good. Three, three was, was better than two. I three was love two. two. I, I I'm going to say two. I like two better. Three was better than two. Wait a minute. Two was the one where they go to Okinawa. Yeah. And then which three was, was cool. the one where um, uh, Martin Cove yeah, and Martin Terry Cove Silver team up. up. Yeah. He teaches him to sweep the leg and focus on doing yeah. uh, sweeps instead of like what the little kata stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, then he's like, he turns on him. He's like, ha ha. He's like, you sucker! Didn't you know that I taught him how to defend against sweeping the leg? Because we're yeah. Vietnam buddies. And, <laughs> yeah, and that the, the third movie, dude, it went back to being about what the first movie was about. Yeah, yeah but two was cool because you have the backstory of like Mr. Miyagi and like with his like former best friend right, and yeah. his like lost love. Yeah. And it was in the exotic setting. Yeah, and and, and yeah, it, it was kind of like the uh, and the, the drum re- technique. It was the reverse of uh, uh, it was like uh, the Crocodile Dundee, where in the first movie, you know, Crocodile Dundee goes to New York, and the second movie, New York, uh, you know, or, or, yeah, uh, he takes the chick to uh, Australia. It was like that, where Danielson in an unfamiliar setting, but Miyagi's on his own turf. And and you got to do that at least once in a, in a film franchise. <laughs> yep, Daniel got to Star Wars all or Star Trek all the time. <laughs> Daniel got to train, uh, you know, in the same place that Miyagi learned yeah. karate. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's and a they bad had those movie. drums. Those yeah, were I, badass. I, I had one of those drums, man, because I saw the movie and I wanted one. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just yeah. saying that part three's better. But I'm saying part two's better. Part three had the. Martin Cove was back in it again. The, yeah, the I mean, that was cool. Of the Cobra Kai's. I'm not saying three, three was a bad thing. movie. It was just better. No, uh, I, we can all agree that all three were all three are awesome, but the first one was the best. Yes, right. And the first one was the best. When Hillary Swank showed up, that's when everything bad happened. Yeah. And then Jaden, what's his name? Jaden uh, Smith. Jaden Smith. Yeah, I think he has Will a Smith's middle name, kid. but yeah, yeah. he's the new, new karate, the the new wushu kung fu kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll see it eventually because Jackie Chan's in it, and I like Jackie Chan. I hope he teaches a kid drunk master. Drunk, <laughs> drunk <laughs> boxing. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Or he stands up on the thing. He's like, "Who am I?" That's a good movie. It's my favorite Jackie Chan movie. No, no, 
Gorgeous was, def- was one of my favorites. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it was one of the later Jackie Chan movies. You ever see Gorgeous? No. There's yeah. not really a villain in it. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> Jackie Chan is, is like a, a rich guy, and there's this other guy that, that he's not cool with. Like a rival and, company. Yeah, and so he, they hire this really skinny American fighter to uh, kick the crap out of Jackie. But he does it in a very professional, like... They're not trying to hurt him. They just want to beat him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he can be like, my guy beat your guy. I'm the better company owner guy. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, like the first time they fight, uh, you know, skinny dude, you know, gives Jackie Chan, like, sparring gloves. And he goes, gets, uh, gets uh, sparring gloves, right? So they start fighting. He's kicking the crap out of Jackie. And in mid-punch, he's like, hold on, hold on. And he goes over to his bag, takes off the stuff, and puts on boxing gloves. So, so he's not doing so as much damage. Yeah. And then they go and fight again. Yeah, and then so Jackie Chan has to, you know, practice and get better once he overcomes everything, and that way he can beat the guy. And Probably uh, yeah. to a musical montage, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, it was in the 80s. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it was like a early 2000s one. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, it was just cool because it was one of the only Jackie Chan movies I can remember where no one was at risk of dying at any point in time yeah. in the movie. <laughs> in fact, most of it was about him just wandering around with some chick talking about dolphins or something. Yeah, but Gorgeous <laughs> was a really good Jackie Chan. Movie. I'll have to I'll have to look for that then. Yeah, I have it. Also, okay. also the Red Shoes, <laughs> uh, which is on Netflix right now. Instant Q. Well, I'm telling you this: Best of the Best is on Netflix. Instant Q. I'll watch Best and of the Best two, if and you three. want. Well, explain Best of the Best real quick. Okay, Best of the Best is the most awesome karate movie of the '80s, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, it stars Eric Roberts and uh, James Earl Jones as his coach, and it's about uh, James Earl Jones trying to get a bunch of um, various personalities together to work as a team for Team America so they can take on uh, the Korean national team in karate. And along the way, they learn to get along, they learn lessons about life and love, and they overcome adversity. adversity. At least a little bit of adversity, because yeah. they got to make way for two sequels. Yeah. <laughs> and best uh, of the I'll best just comes out to mean Optimus Prime, if you think. Yeah. So yeah. you're watching the Optimus Prime movie about a bunch of people fighting karate. And the other segue back into that is, so they're fighting the Korean team, and the Red Shoes is a Korean horror movie. Oh. It all comes full. Fucking all right. We're going to have to do a night uh, where we, we'll watch Red Shoes and we'll watch Best of the Best. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know why you're in. You haven't even seen it. That's true. That's you you haven't seen either of them. Yeah, I haven't seen either of them. You just don't want to see Red Shoes at your Yeah, head. I just don't want to watch Red Shoes. Yeah. It's a ghost it's movie about the... If anyone doesn't doesn't know what we're talking about, go listen to the other podcast. Yeah, it's only 80 minutes long. So. Uh, I think we're going to take a break. <laughs> see you in a bit.
we're getting ready to wrap things up here. So um, we are a bit long-winded in this one, I think. Yep. No, I think we're always long-winded. Mm. Um, one thing we'd like to ask is if you listen to the first podcast and if you listen to this one, please give us feedback. Let us know what we, how we suck, how we can suck less. Or how we can suck more. Or how we can suck more. Depending on your preference, uh, you know, any any type of comments we appreciate uh, because we are a horrible attention horse, and yes. we love uh, being gratified. And we want to be more internet famous. Internet famous is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, how how can we become more internet famous? You want to you want to give them the links? Uh, well, we've got our YouTube account, uh, youtube.com. Uh, if you go to Airport Road, uh, Road is spelled out R O A D. Um, we also do some work with uh, Weirdo Church on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to be setting up a, a Tumblr in the next few days. I don't know what Tumblr is. It's the it's, real Batmobile. It's the greatest thing ever. It's like a Twitter? It's like a Twitter, but more. Um, we'll have... Uh, so it's Facebook. No. Because Twitter is better. Twi- like Facebook is a Twitter that's more. No, that that would be live journal. That would be live journal. That's no, because all you do all you do on Twitter is you, you you tweet and you're like, today is Monday. I like donuts, and then that, you do the same thing on Facebook. I like donuts. Today is Monday. Right. The thing is, but here's a picture. Uh, yeah, but live journal was the same thing, except there was no picture, so it is like Twitter. Do you guys still have your live journal? I never set no. up a live journal account. Actually, I avoided that completely. I, I might. I stayed away from the web 2.0, but I finally made a my pace, my at uh, MySpace page and a Facebook page, and I never check them. Mm. But uh, yeah, we will be setting up a Tumblr probably. So if you're on Tumblr, uh, it will, you know, will uh, have links. I uh, looked at my I looked up my my, my uh, live journal page about a year or so ago, and I'm like, man, I haven't updated this since like 2002. <laughs> <laughs> I have to delete this, <laughs> so I printed out a copy of it and deleted it from the internet. But now there's a copy that still exists. Yeah, I have the only copy which I'm saving for my memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What will your What will your memoirs be titled? I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. no, that's the actual title. I don't know. I haven't gotten there. Yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, chapter one, live journal, you. <laughs> and it's just page for page, live journal, which was all. Oh my God, Slipknot! You know, <laughs> I think I, I think I actually read your live journal like way back in the day, and then it became a. It stopped being about live journal and started being, hey, this is where I'm going to post all the com- the, the comics from that web comic that I used Which to do. Which actually, I, oh, have, I, remember I still those. have a I have a, a backup CD of those. I still I do too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was this web comic I did. I don't think any of it's online anymore, but uh, I remember seeing it years ago. It, weird, yeah. It was all uh, stick figures. That got into that elaborately drawn stick figures with backgrounds that got into crazy adventures. Yeah, and it was ridiculous. And I was, I've been thinking about bringing it back. I would like you to bring it back. If I was going to bring it back, it'd have to be as a flash animation, <laughs> which isn't that hard to do, from what I understand. No, it, and actually, I'd be so down with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, but if I ever get around to it, I'll repost some of those somewhere and let you guys see some of them, some of the best of. Yeah, because there was one with a sandwich. And some fucking sandwich. I have no idea. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's that. So yeah. Um, Night Rider. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been talking about Night Rider yes. all night. I've I've wanted to mention it, but uh, I'll just the only thing I'll say about Night Rider is um, it's probably the first TV show I ever did watch. Like that, you know, that and Dukes of Hazard, but. Um, Apparently, when I was really when I was really young, I got a leather jacket, 
and you know because I wanted to look like uh, like Michael Michael, Michael Knight. Knight and my grandmother took me to Pizza Hut I believe and I was, uh, wore my leather jacket and some dad was talking to his kid who was named Michael and said come on Michael let's go and I was like oh my god he thinks I'm Michael Knight <laughs> he thinks I'm Michael Knight <laughs> so yeah but, <laughs> that's not the, fir- the last time that you uh, ventured into LARPing out in TV shows, is it? No, it's not. Because you said you claim you don't remember this. No, I I don't remember this. I know what you're about to say. And I was actually thinking about another one, but I'll get up to that in a second. Go ahead. There was a a point in time, um, I remember it vaguely, and my grandma backs it up. uh, We were driving at my grandma's house, or our grandma's house, and you wanted to play Mask. (laughs) So my grandma, was. uh, uh, she opened all the doors to the car, and you were hanging out the side of it because you're like, it's mask because it's now an airplane. <laughs> and then you fucking fell out of the car and rolled down the gravel road. Because <laughs> you fell out. And you claim you don't remember that. I don't remember that. I remember that because that's you. That was the day you fell out of the car playing mask. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Brain damage. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> yeah. The, the other time that I was thinking about it is I thought you were not really a, a TV show, but um, when I bought a, a leather jacket because I wanted to start wearing leather jackets like Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 23. <laughs> yeah. Remember we, you got that leather, you ordered a leather jacket from somewhere and you uh, wanted to get it distressed but you didn't want to wear it to make it get distressed. Yeah, I needed, I wanted so that would to take years. Yeah. So we ran over it with the car and spray painted it and stomped on it and yeah, it lit it on work. fire and How'd that work out for you? It didn't work so good. I gave it to Justin. <laughs> and he never wore it. I, I think I saw him wear it once. Mm. For like, I think we were doing something for a video or something like that. So I think it was for that Guitar Hero video that we never made. Yeah, I think so. For the for the Jukebox Hero. Yeah. But we were going to be playing Guitar Hero. I but I was looking for fedoras and all that. Like, yeah. And again, yeah, I was like 20, 23, 24. Like, so. Well, you can pass it off as being a kid, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually get the fedoras, but uh, of course you have to play, pay the Lucasfilm markup, so it's, they're ridiculously expensive. So yeah, I didn't want to do that, nor did I want to uh, wear my jacket to distress it. Did you get a bullwhip, though? I was going to. Yeah, well, I remember you talking about getting a bullwhip. I, I actually remember this, too. This was way back in the day. Like, Yeah, I was, that's actually one of the jacket was at work. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah I was, it was badass. I, I've gone through fits like that. Have you ever done anything costume-related, Aaron? Um, beyond Halloween, no. I've never been like a big costume thing. The, the idea of dressing up as a character is slightly terrifying to me (laughs) because that's kind of the line for me it's where I I go from being a fan of something into hardcore fandom it's like when I start dressing up as the characters then uh, then I have to consider that maybe I've got a problem Um, then I probably shouldn't well I'm going to elaborate anyway but I was actually thinking about making a uh, Star Trek uniform hoodie (laughs) oh that's a really cool idea like it's going to it would be it would be you know the 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 next gen, yeah, the next gen, but the top, you know, so it'd be the red and black, you know, but yeah. it would be a hoodie, and I could, sh- and I'd have a little pip, but like the pips, and yeah, I have to be captain. That would so. be that's actually a really cool idea. I was thinking about it. But so. That's something you could market all. Yeah, that right? that is a really cool idea. Actually, <laughs> yeah. damn. Uh, remember, we also once Halloween we went as scorpion and reptile. Yeah, <laughs> we made scorpion and reptile costumes. I got teased for wearing mine to school one day. You um, were to school one day? Yeah. What? <laughs> well, he deserved to be teased then. <laughs> was it even Halloween? It was around Halloween, but I don't think it was actually Halloween, but I decided to dress up like Scorpion and go to school. 
Okay, like, that's the thing. Like, nowadays, though, if someone, if a kid was to dress up like Scorpion and go to school, he would be awesome. <laughs> but, like, back then, why, why would they tease you? Well, would he be awesome? No. He really? wouldn't be. I, I don't think I think I think he would be, the reception would be much bigger. He would have a much, like, better reception now than he would back then. Maybe. I don't... Because everybody knows Mortal Kombat. I don't yeah. get kids today, so, you know. I, I, I've hit that point where I, I've, I'm just shy of actually standing on the lawn screaming at other kids. Yeah. But, don't, uh, but you, you've seen now that a lot of kids nowadays are running around attaching wolf tails to their butts. Oh god, teenage werewolves. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I will say, I think Wolfie Blackheart is innocent. Uh, that's, I agree with that statement. Do you know about Wolfie Blackheart here? I have no idea. Please elaborate for our listening audience. Go, ahead, Go to Google and look up Wolfie Blackheart and you'll be you'll find out what's up. That's all I'm going to get into <laughs> with that. Like, I'll, maybe we'll elaborate later in a Twilight themed episode. But yeah, but uh, I think I, I believe that Wolfie Blackheart is innocent. It's just okay. It's this damn teenager <laughs> that thinks she's a werewolf because all of her friends are like werewolves. I'm guessing after Twilight, and they have they wear little tails and they have wolf names and they travel in a wolf pack. And she, the police think that she murdered a dog, but apparently she did. She says she didn't. And it's really awkward to watch. So just watch it on the YouTubes. Because she would be more apt to hurt a human than a dog. She would have more of a natural affinity towards the dog. Right. Right. But, but even then, that would be... Uh, yeah. The whole scene. You've seen the uh, the Fuck You, Josh, I'm a Teenage Werewolf uh, video, haven't you? What's that? Uh, it's it's a guy... It's totally fake. I mean, it, But it's, it's a kid, like, you know, dressed up... Uh, uh, screaming about uh, how some guy uh, named Josh keeps making fun of them, and then he uh, talks about like, "Listen, I'm serious. I'm a teenage werewolf," and rambles on for a while. And then he says like, "Fuck you too, mom. See this Xbox you bought me? I don't give a shit." And he throws it like into the woods or something like that, and then says, "Yeah, Sasquatch can play fucking Xbox." Yeah. It's 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 a total troll. I mean, he's just he's fucking with people. He's put out like two other videos since oh, okay. then, but mm. yeah, it, it's yeah, <laughs> the teenage werewolf thing, man. I. Fucking kids, man. <laughs> well, it's the same thing. I mean, I even remember the the teenagers doing the vampire thing. Wearing the fangs to school. Yeah, that, you did that, Rob. I, I, I had did. a few friends that did that. But besides Rob, yeah. yeah. With the contact lenses and, mm-hmm. the, and the fangs. and the But I will say that my Spanish teacher tried to get me to take my fangs out, and so I w- but I wouldn't take them out because I had denture, denture adhesive in, oh, so good. they wouldn't come out. But I learned to speak... Fluid Spanish in with vampire fangs, <laughs> and now when you when you don't have vampire fangs, does it come out all wrong? I forgot my Spanish. Oh, okay. So you can, <laughs> so you, you you're saying you can almost identify with the the, the I, werewolf Twilight kids. I can identify from the the kind of kids that want to fit in and angsty and everything. They kind of create their own clique. You know, yeah, you know. they they need something, and hey, that's that's their thing. Like it could have been worse. I could have I could have been a, a Matrix kid. Um, yeah, so. but here's the, here's the thing. Here's the, par- the weird paradox in it because you were one of the vampire fang, contact lenses, dyed black hair, all black clothing kids. Yeah, but you were also on the wrestling team. But I was on the wrestling team. <laughs> How did that work out? <laughs> um, I actually I scared a bunch of people because I kept I wore my uh, my contact lenses mm-hmm. and I know I won at least one match because you know you couldn't really see it from far away. But I got on the match and the match shook his hand. 
looked him right in the eyes and had like you know like one red eye and one like black swirly eye, and he like he didn't he couldn't move. Like, <laughs> the, like you know the the whistle started and we could wrestle and he was just freaked out and couldn't move and I won. So did your did your swirly contact start spinning around? <laughs> <laughs> you hit the time. Yeah, yeah, I did. I hit the you should work on that some more. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I think we've rambled long enough so we'll see you guys next week and again please uh, let us know what you think and uh, until then goodbye yep bye